Alpha, Bronco, Sharky. Talking NRL and having fun since 2008. We've still got a lot of players being exchanged, being bought, signing contracts for this year and next year. We've got the Roosters uh, doing some very last-minute recruiting for now and in the future. Uh, In the last 24 hours, they're looking for a little bit of, uh, well, relief, cap relief for a bloke uh, on some mental health leave. Uh, That will be breaking new ground if that's approved. Uh, But just to sort of extend that out further... For some time, obviously, we've all talked about you know the salary cap, the, uh, the the rich clubs, and the third parties. And just for those who don't remember how the third parties work, I actually don't mind, and I never really have, the idea that we've got an uneven competition. And what I mean by that is, I, I don't necessarily think that we can penalise clubs or we look to deliberately penalise clubs who may live in a bigger area, a bigger city, have more third-party deals at their disposal. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is a myth that the NRL and others like to perpetuate that we have an even competition because every club gets the exact same money to spend. Where the, the line cuts in is that that's all good and well. And that's true. The grants are the same. However, we have uncapped third-party deals. Now, you heard that right. Uncapped. There's a particular Sydney club uh, at the moment who are very big on recruitment. They've got very little junior league at all. So they are a recruitment club. Very successful. Very rich. In fact, they've got more money than the governing body, than the game generates themselves. And obviously, whenever they sign a player, uh, people jump up and down about uh, where they're getting the money and how can they be cap compliant. I think we know who we're talking about. But the bigger picture here is, is it time that player salaries and third-party deals in the NRL are made public? And the reason I say that is that this is now a professional sport and the the biggest stakeholders in the game are fans and the fans want some transparency about how money's spent but I think it's in the best interest of the game that that's there because at the moment you know historically and especially right now we've got fans jumping up and down saying that the competition can't be on the level because simply there's not enough transparency and they can't understand how particular clubs always get their man. And uh, as I said, I I don't have any issue uh, per se with uh, bigger clubs in bigger areas having more leverage for third parties. That's just the way life is. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. But I don't know whether we can continue... uh, you know, this mantra of, well, it's a completely even competition. Everyone's got the same money to spend. When we all know deep down, that's nonsense. So what I'm simply saying is, is it time that there's a public register, if you're in the NRL, that clubs have to be, you know, show transparency. Uh, the third-party deals have to be posted, just like in commercial radio. If, you know, you're, a, you're an announcer uh, and you've got uh, deals, then they have to be actually pumped up on your 
station website, and it's been that way for at least the last 10 years. Uh, if you've got deals there with certain companies or individual contracts outside of your direct employment with that radio station, then you know you have to actually, um, you, know, you basically have to uh, provide that contract, right? There has to be an awareness of it. So is it time, boys, the game for its own sake, for transparency, give the majority of fans what they've been crying out for and uh, you know, have a public register so that we all know what the hell everyone is doing. And as I said, you'll still have the good clubs and the big clubs being able to leverage what they've got and good luck to them. They should be able to do that. There's no drama there. But should the fans know? Is it time that we don't have all this secrecy in and around income and uh, and deals that people are on. It's a public sport. It's a, a billion-dollar game, and the biggest stakeholders are the fans. So do we look after them, and uh, do we do the right thing by them, or do we continue this charade? See, the problem lies in the fact that, um, well, I don't know any of the clubs other than the Broncos, that the Broncos, being a public company, they would have to. Uh, they would have to be somewhere on their books. See, the the legalities may be a problem, but I I agree, Sharky. I I, I think the idea has great merit purely for the fact that, people, you know, innuendo is really, you know, it it's a killer because people say, oh look, you know, it's impossible to have who you got on your books. Uh, and be under the salary cap. Well, it, it's not. Like you said, you know, there are third-party deals. But it, it would be good if if the public were made aware of, you know, uh, Bill Smith, uh, you know, he's on a salary of 700000 plus he has, uh, he has a couple of $50,000 packages with, uh, you know, Bill Smith, uh, the uh, local... Uh, organic um muesli uh dealer and um yeah you know that's the sort of thing that the public it it would it would make very interesting reading and then people would get a much better idea of what is going on what happens with the third party deals because people really they most have no idea what this third party business is all about they think that maybe these are things that the clubs you know chuck a few dollars in here and there so look i i don't i don't have a problem it's just the legalities that 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 may eventuate but look i'm sure that look that can be overcome it, it would be bloody brilliant yeah i think so look it'll probably confirm in a lot of respects you know, uh, what people's fear is that other clubs at their disposal have more than others. But that's just life. That's the way it is. But at it least is. at least you'll know and there'll be no second guessing and no. you know, clubs won't have to cop it, and, as you said, all the innuendo uh, in the yep. media year in, year out. It'll all be there on a public register. There it is. You know about it. Good luck to them. Uh, that's life and let's get on with it. But at least everyone knows what the hell's going on. And we don't have to have innuendo because it's all there, laid bare. There's a lot of stuff that's sort of a little bit like secret squirrel. And, yeah, if we understood a lot more stuff, we would have little to uh, to query on in that respect where where everybody suspect, suspects underhand dealings, which, as we know in the past, <laughs> certainly did go on. But, uh, yeah. If we want a truly even competition, it's very simple. You give everyone the same grant, which is the way it is at the moment with salary cap. 
But then you've got to look at the other equation. Okay, we've got this thing that you allow called third parties. Well, all good and well. If players can earn more from Nike or Subway or Coca-Cola, fantastic, wonderful, good luck to them. They should be able to earn, you know, a bit of cream on top if they can and be ambassadors or whatever they want to do. But, but... Uh, if you, if the NRL want fans to truly believe that we're running a fair, even, right down the middle competition, then you'll have to have capped uh, expenditure and deals for third parties too, and then we'll have a true, even competition. If you don't, if you don't yep. want to cap it and leave it the way it is, I'm fine with that too, no problem. But that's where fans, you know, have had enough that they want to be able to see what those deals are, and I think, to a large degree, they're entitled to do so. Yeah, let us be privy to some of the deals. Yep. So what's going on? What do you reckon, Alf? Exactly. I don't yeah. mind if we've got an unfair, an uneven competition, but just don't sell it to every every fan as if it is because you give everyone the same grant because that's not the full mm. equation. No. Celery, exactly. celery camp is a celery cap, and that and that's it, and that that's exactly what what you've been saying if a player wants to earn some money and 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 this is where the the third party comes into it as well and i've i've said this forever then he should be entitled to go out and raise his own funds now that is also going to allow that person or give that person a bit of uh, a bit of ammunition a bit of training for for life without rugby league go and find your own money that's that's one thing, but the third party's got to come under the salary cap. Let's put it that way. That's that that's the only way that the whole thing can run, I think. Yeah. So basically, you're saying that rather than running alongside as a, a as a separate you know ledger sheet, sheet yep. that it, it actually falls under the one thing. It all comes under the one umbrella, and so you allow for that, and you just the cap is the cap that covers yep. both, which yep. is a very sensible way of looking at it. So why haven't they done it? And, and what that's going to do too is allow the club to have more money to give gratuities and, and stuff like that around and spruce the place up and make the make the fans uh, yeah, do things for the fans. That sort of caper. Yeah. I just see it as a governance issue. I don't I, as I said, I don't have any drama with you know bigger clubs or better club, better run clubs being able to get better deals for their players. That's fair enough. and that's you know the way probably it should be. On a governance issue for me, for the game and for transparency, I think the game is is uh, paying a huge price publicly and in the PR stakes for allowing this to go on because they continue to sell it as an even competition and the salary cap is only one part of the deal. And uh, unless they're going to cap them, if they're going to leave it at uncapped, as I said, uh, I think it's about time that they need a public register. I'm sure players won't like it. They probably will see it as an invasion of privacy and to some extent I understand it there'd have to be some negotiation but ultimately the NRL run the game the clubs get licenses from the NRL to participate and the clubs employ the players so if they ultimately want to play football under the terms and conditions and the rules and they want to earn a living then I guess they'll have to agree to it if it becomes NRL law won't they that you know the deals they've got and their wages will be on a public register so, Absolutely. Yeah. So ultimately, the ball's in the NRL's court to find the big balls in between the legs and yep. get it get it done. You can't keep believing that year in, year out, that probably the richest fella in the game always get their man because people who 
haven't even played for the played for the joint yet, fall in love with him. He's a great conversationalist. Give me a break. Yep. Talking NRL online and on demand.